to introduce all of you to a very special guest, a late freelance journalist, but he's still considered an author because he's written work. And it's my pleasure to introduce all of you to Jeffrey Kerr. Jeffrey, thank you so much for being here. It's an absolute pleasure. I hope I hope you're excited. Oh, I am, Sally. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you so much. And I'm so glad to have you on my podcast today. And I'd definitely love to talk a little bit more about your experience as a freelance journalist. What got you started? What was your motivation, your determination? Like, I'd definitely love to hear a little bit about that. Okay, so I actually got into this sort of by accident here. <laughs> because, okay, it was the summer of 2014, you know, my mom and I had spot season tickets to the Durham Performing Arts Centers for their Broadway season for 2014-2015, and they were having a Tony Awards viewing party, and we were invited since we're season ticket holders, so we went, and, and we were at this table, and this girl who was at the table was you know, you know she was the previous contributing editor for the triangle for the raleigh north carolina area of broadway world but she was getting ready to move to dubai and they needed a replacement and my mom suggested you know why are you two it? and i was like well i mean it was kind of surprising to me because i never really considered going into that field at all but and now I thought, hey, I guess we might as well give it a shot. And I guess now I did because I've been going on for almost nine years now. Wow. So nine years. Has there been any specific um, type of genre that you like to write about? Um, is there any specific articles that's caught your attention? Anything in particular that's really stood out to you? Oh, well, I don't really know how to answer that question. Now, no what I've mainly been doing for Broadway World is, you know, covering, you know, theater productions going on in the Raleigh-Durham area of North Carolina. Like, I've reviewed theater productions, I've interviewed creative individuals, and, I, and I've also written some backstories on a few musicals for the main page, so there's that you discussing a little bit how you've been interested in murder mystery so can I ask you a little bit like what really got your interest in it um, is there any particular author book article that really caught your attention hmm. well I'm honestly not much of a book reader it's been a while no since I've actually yeah it's been a while since I've actually read one from start to finish there were several I started but I never got around to finishing although I have been a fan of you know detective stories murder mysteries for as long as i can remember because they're they're just as much fun as like a game where it's really good you know it's a great guess they always can always make for fun guessing games as you know who did it who committed the crime who killed who i mean honestly i'm of course one of many people who's played the board king clue and is a fan of its movie yeah i love clue i've actually only played it once but i still like i still definitely need help with it because i try i don't i don't want to be too competitive but i always try to like try my best to win but you know but yeah it's been a while since i played the board game but whenever i do watch a movie i always purposely choose select one ending at random because that's what makes it fun every time i watch it because i have no idea which ending i'm gonna get 
especially like in a murder mystery game or a murder mystery movie or a murder mystery book you never know like what's gonna happen you never know who's the victim you never know what was the motive you don't know who was the person until you like slowly like get into it and i feel like that's just so exciting about it and i love that mm -hmm. yeah if you've been a freelance journalist for nine years you said is there like have you ever thought about like writing a book have you thought about like maybe like making a podcast of your own a blog post or anything like to like really get your craft out there as well like for more people to hear about it i definitely kind of interested to know oh well i actually do have my own podcast i launched yeah. it back in 2019 it's called the care reviews podcast which is pretty much spun off of the website ministry creating the whole process called care reviews got you motivated to begin your podcast like what's it usually about okay i guess well i guess one major motivation for me was when i was around 2018 or so when i started getting into listening to podcasts you know i was curious about you know how they're created so i did research and as i was doing research i started to try my hand at it myself and you know since I've honestly done interviews with people, you know, I you know, this would be a great home to put my interviews moving forward. And, you know, in fact, some of the interviews you find on my podcast, they're archives from before I started the podcast, and, but most of them are from since I started the podcast. Wow. Is your podcast by any chance like on Spotify, Apple too? Because I definitely love to show, uh, definitely love to listen to it. It's in about as many of the podcast platforms as there are like spotify soundcloud and apple awesome. um have you had like any guests that's like really talked about murder mystery have they been like fellow authors like how's that process been when you have interviews uh, oh oh well well i haven't really discussed murder mysteries on my podcast because what i've mainly been doing on my podcast is you know discuss you know all different things going on in the, in the entertainment world and, and yeah, like, you know, at the beginning of every month, I discuss different entertainment news stories I found interesting and or important. Well, I tried to follow the rest of the month with, you know, well, I prefer to go by a bi-weekly schedule because it's less taxing on my part than just doing it every week. Yeah. But, but yeah, I, well, yeah, I try to fill out with interviews or coverage of different award shows. Really? So, like, what award shows do you talk about? Like, Emmys, Oscars? Oh, oh yeah, I definitely talk about those, and in fact, I should add that, you know, in between launching the podcast and becoming a member of Broadway World, I became a member of GoldTherapy.com in 2017, which covers all different types of award shows. Oh, wow, that's amazing. So, like, have there been, like, any big award shows that you typically like to discuss, um, Grammys, Oscars, or does it really, like, not matter? Oh, oh, I definitely do big coverage for the Emmys and the Oscars, and and uh, well, well, I and I do cover Tony Awards as well, but that's mainly on my website. But I do discuss you know, news regarding it on my News of the Month series. Wow, that's amazing! And can I also ask you, um, do you have like any websites? Do you have like anything that, if you're comfortable to share, like anything that you really like to bring about in in freelancing? Oh yeah, you can find my website at www.carereviews.net where I also provided, you know, links for where you can find me through my podcast, my work on Gold Derby, and my work on Broadway World. Definitely, I definitely love that. And can I also ask you as well, um, 
do you have like any tips for anybody who's recently like interested in freelancing or anybody who really wants to start out in freelance but they're not really sure where to go where to start like do you have any tips on that oh man i mean i, I don't know. mean to put you on the spot <laughs> oh well hey no worries man I, you know i never never haven't really thought about that but i guess the most i can say is you know look up whatever opportunities are out there and if you find any that might come naturally to you then go for it I love that. So, would you ever say, like, because uh, I feel like for me, I've tried to do freelancing in the past, but I feel like a lot of places usually say that they want somebody with a little bit more experience, or like maybe my my content isn't really like fit to theirs. Like, do you have like any suggestions on how somebody could like get more experience if they're not really getting their foot out the door? Hmm. Well, I guess just keep doing it as you go on, because the more you do it, the better you get. And can I ask you as well, like, have you had any experiences where you've, like, encountered any obstacles in, in freelancing and journalism? Have you, have you overcome them? Like, how have you, like, overcome any of your struggles? Hmm. If that's Me? not too deep of a question. Uh, well, well, I nearly need to think about that. I mean, there have been cases where I tried to seek out interviews with people or... And then, you know, sometimes I never hear from them. Other times I do hear from them, but nothing came of it. So I'm, so for the interviews, actually, so the interviews I've done that actually did happen. I'm lucky that it came to fruition. So that's really interesting. And can I also, like, ask you as well, like, when you do freelancing, um, does it really take like a lot of a lot of your time? Like, do you usually find like a balance for it? Like, does it do you like have to like a lot of your time? Does it go to it? Well, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I usually try to make sure I don't have too much going on at the moment. Like, you know, I I need to think about this again. But oh, well, no yeah. Well, well, yeah, but you know, I, I, and I do have a regular job. Like I work at a grocery store from across the street where I live. Oh, that's cool. Yes. So. No worries, and I'm so sorry for placing you on the spot. Um, I was kind of like really interested. Like, have you ever had to write anything that you maybe felt like you weren't an expert in? Hmm. I don't think so. I mean, I just always go by, you know, where everyone suggests, you know, write what you know. Writing my book or like writing about unsolved crimes, even though it's murder mystery, I always wanted to like do a little bit more research. So to always make sure that I had like a little bit more on what to say. So has like a lot of research helped you as well in freelancing? Oh, yes. Uh, especially when I've done, you know, my backstory articles for Broadway World. And it's really interesting. So you're a big fan of Broadway. Like, have you seen any shows? Are there any shows that you like or want to see? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I've seen I've seen many shows in New York. I've seen many shows in my area. And yeah, in fact, a nice thing about being a contributing editor for the Raleigh Durham area of Broadway World is that well, I get it to see the shows for free. I don't have to pay any money to see I'm them. So lucky! Oh my gosh! I'm just I'm low key jealous amazing do you yeah. usually get front row well 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 no i mean it, well probably a good thing 
and I'm not because, well, mute. Well, because you, odds are, if you're in the front row, odds are you'll probably get spit on by the actors. That's what a lot of people say that they like, actually. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I don't well, like it, but a lot of people say that they like it. Oh, oh, well. Well, then again, it can also be, I guess, hard to keep looking up at times, but. But, but yeah, no. What, I guess what matters most to me is getting a good view of the stage, no matter which row I'm in. Definitely. And, like, have you seen Wicked, um, Phantom of the Opera? I saw Aladdin, Phantom of the Opera. Um, I wanted to see Wicked, but it was crazy expensive. I wanted to see Hamilton, but it's on Disney Plus now. Oh, I've seen all of those you've mentioned. Really? What was your favorite one? Oh, man. Well, it's sort of apples and oranges, because, you know, they're all they're all different shows doing completely different things. Like, you know, they all have their outstanding in different aspects of them that make them outstanding and you know and i have seen hamilton on broadway and on tour and of course on disney plus as well but yeah i have seen it in person so i've been in the room where it happens and wow. and that's actually i don't know if you remember but that's actually a song no one else is in the room where it happens well well that was intentional oh yeah i've seen lion king on tour a couple of times I i've seen wicked too. on tour yeah, I've seen Wicked on tour three times. I've seen Phantom of the Opera on tour a couple of times. And, um, oh, yeah, I've seen a lot. Wow, that's amazing. And so I can't imagine just, like, being able to go to see those shows anytime you wanted. Like, that's got to be such a dream. I got to tell you, I loved Aladdin, but I think I just love The Lion King because even though Aladdin and The Lion King are technically already on Disney, I feel like when you see them like already like actors and you see like the passion that they put into making their characters, that's just so immensely beautiful. Well, well oh, oh yeah, because, well yeah, because now of course there's obviously been, you know, Disney, you know, people have given Disney a lot of flag for, you know, when they do their live action remakes of their anime properties, you know, they're, well, well, audiences don't tend to warm up to them, and I must admit, I don't, don't see a lot of them because, well, I just, because my question I always ask is, well, what's the point? I mean, the animated version is a classic to begin with. Why bother? Well, what makes you think you could possibly do it better by making it real? I mean, if you ask me, a live theatrical reimagining is the proper. Well, it's a better it's a better idea to do a live theatrical stage reimagining as a, as a more suitable alternative than just trying to take something that works so well in animation, trying to make it real. For some people, it depends because, like, even when it comes to books, a lot of people say that they like more picture books or like anime books more than just like full on words. But some people actually like more words because they like to picture it in their head rather than seeing it. So I feel like it's just on how everybody feels it depending on their taste mm-hmm. yes and i've written a whole blog post on my website about you know my whole thoughts on disney's live action revamps of anime properties so if for those interested in checking out my website hopefully you can find it yeah no like freelance do you ever like have any deadlines that you have to like meet like immediately like do you have the crunch time phase oh man well, when I've done my backstory articles for Broadway World, I knew I had to get them out by a specific date because, because okay, I've done 
um, backstory articles. Well, I did a backstory article on the musical 1776, which I purposely had published on July 4th, 2016, which was America's 240th birthday. And I've done well, subsequent ones on Jesus Christ Superstar, Rent, Yanny, and Hairspray prior to, you know, their the recent live television productions yeah. like those were published on the day they aired so I know those deadlines and yeah and, and and whenever I have to do an article I, I usually try to get it well I usually try not to spend too much time on it so I can at least you know have it out of the way and all even when I was writing my book or when I write articles even though because I don't just have a, a podcast I also have a blog I always like to make sure that my podcast and my blog posts match like the same time so yeah I want to make sure that they both get out the same time um let's say like Monday 3 p.m eastern standard time because I live in New York and I think that's like maybe 12 pacific standard time and maybe two pacific east central standard time so i always feel like i always like to make sure that things are scheduled that they're done so i definitely understand going with deadlines mm-hmm. yes oh, i guess i'll ask you this uh yeah, well okay how long i guess i guess how long have you been into murder mysteries i actually think i've been interested in it since but i want to say like 15 and I remember, because I'm 24 now, but I I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if you've seen Lifetime. Lifetime movies, they always have like a certain drama, and it's always like there's a certain killer that they don't reveal him until the end. And I always loved Stephen King. I always loved his books or James Patterson, and I always felt like there was sort of like a thriller theme to it. And I can't describe it how much, just much creativity, and I always loved that dun-dun-dun Ah, yeah. I'm a fan of the Scream movie franchise because, well, they are so, yes, while they are, yes, they're mainly slasher horror movies, but they're also murder mysteries. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, poor Sydney, poor Sydney. How many killers are gonna be after this woman? Well, well she wasn't in the most recent one, so. Really? I didn't see that one. Don't, don't spoil it. I won't. No, she's completely absent. I mean, her whereabouts are acknowledged briefly, but no, they managed to write her out. Uh, uh, no, she. Well, it was maybe something how she's just hiding out while running away. I can imagine from killer to killer, the woman has been having killers after her since like I think 1996. Yeah, yeah. Although I believe, well, although from a behind-the-scenes standpoint, I believe it was, I guess, some pay dispute or something. Why Nev Campbell didn't return? Yeah, and and also, uh, oh, and I guess we can also talk about, I guess, a, a more recent, you know, murder mystery. It's movie franchise Knives Out. Oh, Knives Out, yes, I saw it. I saw it. It's recent sequel, Glass Onion, that's on Netflix right now. I only now, saw which... half of it. I only saw half of it. Oh, well, I won't spoil it, other than I really, really liked Glass Onion. In fact, uh, well, I mean, I, it's been a while since I've seen the original Knives Out, so I might need to rewatch it, but I think I do like Glass Onion more. But yeah, I had a lot of fun with Glass Onion. Have you seen um, Murder on the Orient Express or Death of the Nile? Oh, well, I saw the 1974 iteration of Murder on the Orient Express, but I haven't seen the more recent iterations now. You should watch it, I swear. The characters bring, oh my god, the stories are life.
Well, well uh, have you seen uh, Murder, She Wrote? Yes. Oh, yeah, because I, I recently watched the first season for the very first time a month or two ago, and I, I really enjoyed it, and I'm planning to see more of it at some point soon, but yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. I feel like that's, uh, I don't know what it is, but I feel like when you see a murder mystery, you're just at the edge of your seat, and you don't know, like, what's gonna happen, you don't know who, why was a person killed, who got hurt who was a possible suspect so you just automatically like you had no idea that this was the killer and mm -hmm. they just know how to trick you i love that part oh yeah and it's also fun you know if you and also if you rewatch it after knowing all the secrets it can be a lot of fun all i see because it can give you a different perspective once you know who the killer is and I think that's like one of the most important aspects is because you just like at the edge of your seat and I, I love that. So you get to understand like the motives and sometimes I kind of find myself getting interested as to feeling like I can understand why the killer did something. Granted, I don't think that they should ever have to kill anybody for them to get their point across. But sometimes yeah. you feel like when they really make the story work, you can actually start feeling sorry for the character or like really to understand their motives and be like, because of something that's happened, because of a certain person, they became a certain way. Granted, they should never have killed anybody or hurt anybody. But like, I feel like that so someone made, so many murder mysteries can actually like really make the story come to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some of your favorite murder mysteries. Murder on the Orient Express. Death on the I also I love Agatha Christie. Um, I loved her, um, and I also feel like I haven't been able to read a few of them, but I remember one. It was called I can't remember the name of it, but I will find it later. Um, it was basically a book. Uh, a girl got a girl was sent to prison because apparently she had killed her father, but she didn't kill her father. Uh, she had lost her. She I don't remember what happened, but. Her dad was found dead, and they thought that she was the one who did it because she had been holding her dad as he died. But she had just she had just seen her father die, uh, mm -hmm. and it turns out it was her stepfather who ended up killing him. Mm. Well, yeah, and you know, I should also talk about how back in the summer of 2012, my, me and my mom were taking a road trip, and we're in Williamsburg, Virginia, where we attend, I believe, where we attended this murder mystery dinner theater. And which I remember it being fun, you know. I of course we had cards, you know, guessing who did it, and I got it right. I guessed the killer, and wow. yes, and and I, um, yeah, from what I remember, I believe I wrote. Well, well from what I remember, my answer, I wrote that the murderer slings the gun on the victim, Nigel, and yeah, and then the people read the answer out loud, and I went up winning a T-shirt at least. I love that you. Oh my gosh, you have you have like sleuthing skills. That's amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's from my, my fondness of you know reading you know detective stories. Well, and well watching detective stories. And okay, I may not be an author necessarily. I've done some creative writing in my spare time. Like I wrote a screenplay recently, which is oh. yeah, it's sort of a science fiction slash. Well, detective story. It's not a murder mystery, but it's a mystery that's the main character solves. Oh, I hear that. That's amazing. And if you're comfortable sharing a little bit about that, I think we have a few more minutes. 
maybe comfortable sharing it, but not totally fine. Oh well, okay. Well, okay. This, this idea I had in my mind for a while because, in addition to you know mystery stories, I've also been into time travel stories. So, yeah, the script, yeah, a script I wrote is about this kid who gets teleported a hundred years into the future and you know must find his way back home. Yet while he waits, he's helping well policemen investigating mysterious disappearances going on in New York City. And you based it in New York City? Like, are you? Can I ask? Are you originally from New York? Well, I'm originally from Ohio. I've been living in North Carolina for you know, about ten years now. It is amazing to see just like how different it is from the city. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's nice and quiet. And I know that there was a Walmart. I heard that there was like over sixty something WalMarts in just North Carolina alone. Mm, yeah. Is that true? Oh, um. Well, wouldn't surprise me if it is. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I'm yeah. curious. Who, which actors would you most like to see in a Nice Out movie? Uh, actress? Well, actor or actress, anyone. I want to say maybe actress... I don't know, maybe the girl who played Wednesday? Is playing Wednesday right now. Oh, Jenny, Jenna Ortega. Yeah, or maybe and the guy. Um, I can't. I don't remember his name. Um, do you know the movie Crazy Rich Asians? He plays the boyfriend. Henry. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well, I believe um, um, Henry Golding. Yes, I think he'd be great, but not mm. as a killer. I think he'd be like, uh, like the guy who really helped catch the killer. Something mm. like that. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh yeah, and, and it's very interesting to bring up Jenna Ortega since she's been the more recent screen movies yeah. for these past couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe like Catherine Data Jones too. You never know. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well, I posted some ideas on Twitter, which I did some random well ideas, especially well. I chose a variety of different actors who uh, I would be curious to see in a Knives Out movie. Let me see if I can find that tweet. Uh, here's a list I chose. Oh, really? Of, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I posted it on Twitter. Okay, I, well, it was, again, all random just because, well, well uh, in terms of, you know, age, diversity, and all that. So the list I, uh, well, out of curiosity, uh, you know, I think be interesting to see in a Knives Out murder mystery. Okay, I listed Amy Adams, Russell Crowe, Taryn Edgerton, Morgan Freeman, Lily James, Regina King, Dev Patel, and Michelle Yeoh. Oh, I like Michelle Yeoh. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, Brazen Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh. Or a Kate Blanchett, maybe. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Kate Blanchett would be a good one, too. Never know. I feel like there's so many movies that come out, so it's yeah. just it's you have your total pick of who you would like. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure many actors in Hollywood would. Uh, what? Well, I'm sure many actors in Hollywood wouldn't mind being part of one. I wouldn't mind. So I yeah. I've only ever been an extra in a few films, so I'm like, I wouldn't mind being in a murder mystery. My next one, we shall see. Oh, uh, yeah, and I've done background work for a couple of short films in my area, and one of them in particular even got to screen at the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, that's cool. That's amazing. What was it called? Oh, well, I, well, it was, um, well, I believe it was a, 
It was called Braganese. It was inspired by this comp. I guess it was inspired by this comp who played himself in the movie. Yeah, I know it at least has a website. this um well, yeah there's lots of ways you can find me on the internet i am on twitter at jeffrey care in my profile you can find a link to the account for my blog care reviews which does have its own website and podcast as i mentioned and if anyone's interested in learning more learning more about my taste in film i am on letterboxd at jeffrey care and as i mentioned earlier you can also find more of my work on broadway world and gold derby it's been an absolute pleasure and for all of you who have listened to this episode i hope you've enjoyed please feel free to like comment share and subscribe i hope you have a great day morning afternoon evening or night wherever you are in the world i please stay tuned for next week and until then keep on sleeping